welcome to the Immigrant Voices Podcast Project. I'm Deb Bluestein, and I'll be bringing you the voices of the courageous people who've made the U.S. their home. In their own words, you'll hear about the lives and people they left behind in their native countries, their journeys here, their struggles and successes. You'll hear from parents of dreamers, dreamers themselves, undocumented to naturalized citizens, and everything in between. In a search of a better life and to escape violence and the oppression she felt as a young woman in Guatemala, Blanca and her husband decided to pursue the American dream. They left two young children in the care of her mother-in-law and started out for this country on January 1st, 14 years ago. After many delays in Mexico and a loss of money spent on disappearing smugglers, they made it across the border two months later. Unable to speak English, devoid of friends and family, they made a humble beginning. Blanca took on three housekeeping jobs, working from 8 a.m. to midnight, and her husband found work in construction. After eight years working for others, all the while trying to improve her English, Blanca started her own cleaning company. She now employs two other workers. Never forgetting her humble beginnings, Blanca hopes to expand her staff by offering a helping hand to newly arriving immigrants in search of work. These, this recording took place first as an initial phone conversation about the coronavirus, followed a few days later as a regular podcast episode. Can you tell me, like, what, how, how's your life different? Just talk to me. Ah, uh, it's stressing. It's difficult, it's stressing, and uh, it's a bad, bad tie. Really? Are you yeah. able to do any work, or are you staying home? No, I stay home. I work two days a week, but I don't have a people at home. It's no, no home. It's apartment, small apartment. But the the people is uh, going out maybe for four, five hour. You know, when I clean the apartment, but I wanna use glove and I I wanna use a mask. And uh, uh, every time I wanna change my gloves. Right. In, it's, it's not easy. It's, it's not easy, Deborah. Very stressful, huh? It's a stress, very stress because I know you. I work every day, still Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, and I stay home for almost for three weeks. Wow, that's hard. It's no good. My son too, and my husband. Uh, the 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 good thing is, I wanna you know stay with my family together. I wanna try to play car or cook or oh something are you do you different. have a, do you have enough food yeah 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 i want a food i want a rice beans uh, milk uh, eggs uh, mm-hmm. uh, with yeah. the you know i want to saw the news and i say ah oh, well, maybe i want to close the stopping shop i want to close everything you know every place uh, 
start market or, or basket market, mm. I don't know, but uh, it's not close, it's not close, but uh, sometimes I, I went to the stopping shop or different place to because I need alcohol for this disinfectant and Clorox or something with the with Clorox, but I don't have nothing in the store, uh, right. Deborah. The shelves are empty. I know, I know. I want to look. Are you the, are you losing money? Yeah. Hmm. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, Deborah. I want to stop to send money uh, to my mom in Guatemala and to my daughter too. Because wow. the place when I go to send a, a money is closed. And I no work. Uh, my son is no work. My husband is no work. And That's so hard. I know. I know. From so hard. And my brother live upstairs with me mm-hmm. and he have depression because he have almost one month in a work and he have a multiple sclerosis. Oh, no. Yeah, and he have very depression. And oh. uh, the wife is uh, pregnant. Have oh, a, no. Uh, when... He works too in a, a cheesecake factory. Mm-hmm. Is that and closed I, or just take out? No, it's take. Uh, he she work two days a week, mm-hmm. but only for uh, make food only for to go. Yes. No, no have people go and sit to the restaurant to eat. It's only for to go. But wow. my brother no work any day. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for sharing what's going on for you in this terrible time. No. I know you're a very strong person. You've been through a lot. I know. So we're going we're going to get through this and I will talk to you much more on um on Thursday. Thursday. A few days later, we started our official Immigrant Voices podcast interview with Blanca. So my guest for the Immigrant Voices Project podcast project today is Blanca, and she is from Guatemala. Yes. So tell me, tell me, Blanca. The main things I want to know are what you left behind. How? What was the hard thing about coming to this country? What were your struggles and successes? And what are your dreams for the future? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm listening. I coming to my country because uh, um, uh, in Guatemala is difficult for, especially for the women. I stay in this country for uh, almost fifteen years. Were you married before you came here? Yeah, yeah, I married and I one or two kids. And my daughter is how old when I come to this country. My daughter have a uh, four years old, and my son I have a two years old. This is the wow. the the difficult part for me <laughs> because because it's it's very very difficult for any mother when you know I. My son is in Guatemala and me is in this country, but oh my God, it's, it's, it's no easy. So did you have to leave them behind when they were four and two or did you bring them with you? No, I leave behind. 
Oh, that must have been so hard. I know, I know. And, and, and um, there I live with my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And I want to start to work here and I want to send money. But mm-hmm. it's not easy because when I arrive to this country, the difficult for us is the, you know, the, the language because I don't have to speak English, nothing. And I want to start to work to clean a house, but I know alone. I want to work for the other uh, company. And it's not too good because work two days a, a week and <laughs> much money. I start to clean a house, but I working only maybe for three months because I work only two days a week. And later, I want to start to work in a hospital to uh, housekeeping. And that work Monday to Saturday. And I want to work to uh, uh, 8 o'clock to 4 o'clock. But I have another work, but it's it's not full-time, only part-time. I want to work in a a big company to... uh, same uh, housekeeping, same work to house. So you had two jobs, yeah. two jobs, three jobs Eight because. To f- <laughs> What's the third job? Same housekeeping, but I wanna work in the and I wanna work my part time at ten o'clock. I wanna uh, went to another work to uh, for two hour more, and but I wanna finish at uh, twelve o'clock midnight. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So you were working from 8 in the morning until midnight? Yes. Yeah. And how long did you keep that up? Oof, eight years. <laughs> eight years. Yeah. When did, you decide, when did you decide to go out on your own, have your own cleaning company? My husband worked to uh, construction. And when he finished the construction, the people say, oh, you don't have a people to clean the house or apartment. And, and he say, yes, I have one, one lady have a clean your apartment. Anyway, and I want to start to for two apartment. That's how you started. And how many years ago was that? Six years ago. Oh, so you've been on your own, your own company for six years. See, for six, yeah, wow. for six years. And, but when I start, I have a, only a two houses and <laughs> I want to work alone, but step to step, one, one house, two house, uh, maybe in the, in the uh, second year, the, the work is uh, more and more and more. Now it's... Uh, uh, have a work uh, uh, three ladies with me, but now I want to stop because for the, you know, the because of the virus. Yeah. What was the hardest thing of, for you coming to the United States? I know you said you couldn't speak any English. You left your children behind. But when you got here, what was the hardest thing after you got here? Oh, yes. Many things. The, the more difficult is my kids, so very, you know, four and two years old. 
I remember I crying, crying for my for my son. And uh, uh, did they come to this country eventually? No. Yeah. Or they yeah. still there's. My when son, did they come? My son came in two two thousand nine, and my daughter stayed living in Guatemala. Oh, your daughter's still in Guatemala. Yeah. But your son is here. That's good. Yeah, yeah. My son is here. My daughter come, but uh, every year, but he, you know, she's student um, for uh, medicine. He's, he's a doctor. Did you ever bring some object with you from Guatemala that you still have today? Some small object or something that you brought with you that you still have? Yeah. Yeah. My mom sent to me something for my country. What did she send you? She sent to me food because, you know, it's uh, the food in this country uh, years ago. I, I don't like it. For example, I don't like hamburger or pizza. And, and she sent to me uh, a watermelon food. Oh, nice. Name some of the foods that she sent. She sent for a, for example candies or, or my mama uh, made for me. It's, in Spanish, it's dulce de leche and conserva de coco. Yeah, and uh, Santai uh, she sent to me uh, clothes. For example, um, uh, sweater or. But she made. Do you communicate? Do you communicate with your mother through the computer or the no, FaceTime on the no, phone? No, no, Deborah. My, my, because my mom lives in a village. And uh, uh, in the village, internet. okay. Yeah, and I know I don't have internet. I only call for you know texting for WhatsApp and a call. I speak only look face to face. Yes. Mm-hmm. How often do you talk to her? Every night. Every, for example, oh. in this in this time, I call every day or every night because you know my mom and my father is too scary with the, this uh, difficult time because in Guatemala. Sure. Corona, coronavirus. Too. The coronavirus is, it's there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. So you know, too scary with my daddy because my daddy is not have a problem in the pancreas. Pancreas. Oh, his pancreas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They staying in the house yeah. most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So based on your experience and what you've learned since you've been here, what thing do you wish you could have changed before you came to the States? If you could cha- could have changed something, what would it have been? Uh, many things. But what comes to your mind? For example, the language. I want to try to... to Continue, you know, speak uh, more English. Mm-hmm. And, uh, different. <laughs> the food, the friend, because I know when I came to this country, I don't have a ma- many friends. But that changed. Yeah. Now you have, you have a lot. 
Now, yeah, better one I can to this country is not too much friend. But now, yeah, because you know when uh, when I speak a little English, uh, you know the communication with another people, for example, the American people or or, or different kind of people, uh, you know, speak. Mm-hmm. For example, I say hi, how are you? <laughs> you have more co- you have more confidence now. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. had some successes. Tell me about some of the things you're proud of that have happened to you or that you've made happen to you since you've been here. What makes you proud? My English. Great. My English and my work. Because, you know, now I want to work alone. I want to work to uh, on another company. I want to work for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I want to try to open a company, but then this time is difficult because, right. yeah, not ever I feel if he, for example, lost a house or apartment when I back to home to to clean a house. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I you don't know. you don't know how many customers you're going to have. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. It's scary with this. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm planning for the future, not uh, taking more house or apartment, and I wanna take maybe another lady work for me. But I don't know. So, what do you do to calm yourself down during this time? What what calms you down? I don't know, Deborah. I don't know. It's the, it's it's difficult because you're discouraged. Uh, no. Well, it's when you scary. think when we think about this the this virus getting finishing and things getting close to normal again, what what are some of the dreams or the hopes you have for your life? I continue work. Mm-hmm. Take a. Um, Maybe the same house and apartment, but I'm scared with it because I don't know if people return my house or apartment for cleaning because a lot of people maybe lose their work and and, right. and I don't know if I want to continue cleaning with another lady. Maybe I want to clean alone, not right. with, with another lady. And uh, so, you know. Uh, yeah, this is a diff- definitely a difficult time. I know. When when things are were kind of smooth and not so difficult, did you have any hobbies, things that you like to do, some kind of craft or reading or music or dancing or what? What are you, what are the things you like to do? I like to uh, reading. Mm-hmm. I like to dancing. I like to practice my English. Uh, for example, with Erica. Erica, uh, I want to call last week. Mm-hmm. And I want to, I don't know, remember the night of the, uh, uh, the night soon. I want to, you know, look the faces in group. Mm-hmm. I want to practice the English. And, uh, and, you uh, could- Six people, you know, conversation mm-hmm. with six people, mm-hmm. with uh, Eric and Michelle, too. 
Okay. Yeah. This, so this are you are you going online? Are you going to classes online in the Zoom room? Yeah. Uh-huh. How do you like doing that? It's good. This good. It's a little, you know, crazy because uh, uh, everybody speaks in the same time. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Oh, can you speak uh, one by one? Because I don't understand what. I don't know. I don't know. I know you've been through some medical problems, but you you're feeling okay now. Ah, uh, so so. I so, wanna. So. Yeah, I want to, you know, every day uh, take my medicine and mm-hmm. uh, I want to try to know, stay to, um, uh, with uh, uh, stressing because this is not good for me. <laughs> what do you like about living in the United States over when when you were living in Guatemala? What, oh, what, what is be- better for you in the United because, States? Because it's safe. Yeah, that reason I come to this country because in Guatemala is very dangerous. Hmm. This country is safe. Um, the, that reason I love this country. <laughs> and was was your journey getting here difficult? Yep. What can you talk about it a little bit? <sighs> For example. Uh, Maybe seven or eight years ago, I don't have a, a work because the the company when I work, for example, when I want to work to the uh, uh, I don't remember the company uh, American Cleaning mm-hmm. close, and I I I don't work maybe for uh, six months, and that's this time is very difficult for me because. Uh, I want to send money to help right. my, my family in Guatemala. And this is, this time is so very difficult for me. And, uh, and, and the other bad situation is, you know, that immigration. Oh, immigration. Is, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, that's part is very difficult. Right. Not only for me, huh? it's not only for uh, many people <laughs> in this country. I know, I know. And now, what's no, I know. It's difficult for everybody around the world. Mm, exactly. Right. right. Exactly around the world. So mm-hmm. I did ask you about when you came to the United States. Was the journey coming here from Guatemala difficult? Mm-hmm. What 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 were the some of the difficulties that you encountered? Um, I don't understand much this question. Oh, um, your trip from Guatemala to the U.S. Oof! Was that hard? Very hard. Why? Because. I came to um, Mexico. <laughs> okay. And I, um, uh, you know, I came to Guatemala one January 1st and come to this country March 1st. Oh, so you left Guatemala January 1st? 
and then you didn't get here until March 1st. It took you that long. And what, yep. what year was that? Almost 15, 14 years ago. I don't remember what okay, year. Okay, 14 years ago. 14 years wow. ago. So the trip, was it dangerous? Yeah, very dangerous. What, what made it dangerous? Mexico, because the people, you know, uh, bring the money because I came with my father and mm-hmm. another friend. And uh, the the people in Mexico, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> bring my my money, and you know, the, I don't know where's the people. The another days, I looking for the people. The people, where's the people? Where's the people? You know, the people. I don't know where. And oh, you paid you paid money to to yeah. come here, and then mm-hmm. they disappeared. They took your money. Yes. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. That's wow. reason I stay a uh, long time in Mexico. I see. Mm-hmm. How did you finally make it here? Family, uh, you know, stay uh, living in, in the United States, send the money to ah oh, to help you come the rest yep. the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. So that was a family that you knew from Guatemala, or no, the uh, in the United States. Well. Mm-hmm. How did they find you? <laughs> I know I want to look for another person to, um, to uh, I don't know, across, across the border. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Is there anything else you want to tell me about your experience, either coming here, living here, about the future, or something that, would help another immigrant hearing your story. What 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 would you tell them to en- uh, encourage them or discourage them or or uh, give them what's your what advice would you give? I I want to love this country, Deborah. This is mm-hmm. uh, I want to come to this country mm-hmm. because. This country help everybody. This country supports different people. For example, Chinese people, different immigrants. Mm-hmm. And I, I have so proud this this country, this uh, the, in United States. But I don't know what my planning is. You no, know, take more more work to help another people. Maybe. Uh, Work to to more people. Uh, you know, for example, people can't in the car. You know the caravan. Oh yes. Yeah, that people. A lot of people in this country are looking for work. Right. And my plan is, you know, take more and more and more house or apartment to support that another ladies. Because mm-hmm. the ladies came to this country. I. I had to Salvador or Guatemala, uh, the husband, I don't know in English, um, you know, um, it's not good because they are come to this country because in, in their country, I, I don't, don't uh, save in this time mm-hmm. because it's not good. Uh, 
the reason I want to try to take more apartment in, in, in a house or office or I don't know uh, for help and other ladies. Uh, so are you saying that you want to help the newer immigrants by being able to give them work or give them a place to live? No, work, more, more, more work. Blanca, thank you so much for chatting with me. I really appreciate your sharing your experience with me today. No, thank, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Okay. Bye, Blanca. Bye. Bye. Blanca's enthusiasm for learning English and starting her own business has certainly been hampered by the pandemic. Yet she attends Zoom ESL classes and thinks about ways she can help her fellow immigrants. A grateful resident of this country, she is proud of the life she and her family have created. Blanca is a vibrant member of the Gardner Pilot Academy family, and we are inspired by her resilience and positive presence. Thank you for staying with us right to the end of this episode. The Immigrant Voices Podcast Project is the brainchild of Michelle Duval, the program director at the Adult Education Program at the Gardner Pilot Academy in Alston, Massachusetts. You can learn more about English for Speakers of Other Languages courses at our website, www.gpaesol.com, or by emailing Michelle Duval directly at m.duval, D-U-V-A-L, at live.com. Without the funding of Charles View, Inc., and the support of its executive director, Joanne Barber, this project would never have been possible. A special thanks to music consultant Michael Bluestein, who helped us locate royalty-free music as background for each of my guest episodes. And last but not least, a big thank you to all the guests who are participating in this series of interviews. And to all our listeners, we say thank you. Do come back for the next episode.